Hello again, welcome to another episode of the Uranium Market Minute. Today is Friday, May 6th, and this is episode number 117. My name is Justin Hewn. I am your host. I'm the founder and publisher of the Uranium Insider Pro newsletter, the only investing newsletter that focuses solely on uranium and publishes on a regular monthly basis. As always, nothing that you see or hear in this podcast is intended to be investing advice. I'm not your financial advisor. This is not financial advice. Please always do your own due diligence when it comes to investing and always take responsibility for your own choices. All right. Thank you so much again for being here. I really do appreciate each and every one of you. Um, thank you for all the support on Twitter and on YouTube. Um, just wanted to also remind everybody that this episode is also hosted on Apple Podcasts. If you are watching us on YouTube and prefer to just listen to the audio, um, you can uh, do so on Apple Podcasts, and we will be looking at Spotify and some other platforms as well going out into the future. Um, if you do, if you are watching this on YouTube and you do appreciate these videos, please like the video, uh, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell. You will be reminded whenever we publish a new episode, which is almost every day. Boy, that was quite a week in the markets, huh? Um, very, very exciting, very volatile, pretty nasty the last couple of days, although there are a couple of bright points that I want to point out, at least in the uranium space. Um, which I will do so shortly in the charts. And uh, before we do so, let's go ahead and jump right into the daily scoreboard. The spot price continues to move up, and I want to share some details on that uh, development in the mailbag section. We are now up 54.87 a pound mid-market. Uh, the bid and the ask both on the rise today uh, with Sput out of the market. Curious. Uh, Sput raised no new, uh, no new money yesterday, nor did they buy any additional pounds of uranium. The total net asset value of SPUT has once again climbed over $3 billion, now sits at $3.01 billion for the total NAV of the Sprott Physical Uranium Trust. They closed out a pretty chunky discount to NAV yesterday, minus 4.48%. So obviously, they were unlikely to raise any cash today either, especially with the spot price on the move up. They're still sitting on about $26.5 million total in their reserves for their cash, and they're unlikely to draw that down uh, with uranium purchases at this point. So still waiting for those funds to flow back into SPUT. Um, do we think that they will? Yes, we do. So turning to the ETFs, neither URA nor URNM reported any changes in their outstanding shares. Um, let's see. We do expect on Monday or Tuesday to see some some redemptions. I would be very surprised to not see any redemptions whatsoever with the trading action of the last couple of days. Probably not today, but I think yesterday I would not be surprised um, to, to see some redemptions there. And uh, the sector action today was uh, very ugly in the early uh, morning hours right after the open, but the, the uranium sector rebounded relatively well for the most part. So on that note, why don't we go ahead and take a look at the charts. URA with some dip buying coming in just above this uh, lower trend line within this accumulation cylinder. We'll, time will tell if that holds or not. I'm happy to see that that dip was bought. We closed down 1.83%, which given the past couple of weeks of trading, that's practically a green day in my book. <laughs> Been pretty nasty. Uh, volumes, decent, but not huge. So it doesn't really look like um, capitulation volume happening here, but the sellers look like they just got exhausted in the early morning hours. Um, so that's a positive thing to see. And of course, we see hammers across the entire sector. And we did see the broad markets get bought up a bit as well, even though they were down. They didn't close uh, at the lows of the day. Sprott fits a uranium trust, also printing a hammer and actually closed up 1.72% on the day. That's good to see. Volume taking up slightly, still not at that 1% premium to NAV. So uh, not likely that we are going to see any cash raised uh, today. 
look at the choppy action in this. Uh, this essentially is, is trading close enough to NAV for this chart to represent the spot price of uranium. I think that we do not see much downside from here for this vehicle or for the spot price. In fact, it has been rising. So likely we are going to build a base here and potentially move up. That obviously will depend on flows. Flows are what we're waiting for. We're still waiting on that um, larger scale transitioning of money out of these broad indices and into the commodities space. Um, into into uranium specifically, we are seeing some decent movement in the oil stocks and the oil space, which of course is the largest portion of that energy sector. Uh, so waiting for that to still come in in volume as we have seen in the past into the spot vehicle, into the uranium space. And uh, we believe that that is going to happen. Uh, let's take a look at Cameco. Cameco actually was sold off today uh, on a URA extraordinary rebalance where they had to take Cameco down to a 22% holding down from above 25% with all of that considered and that selling on the margin. I think that they sold about 500,000 shares today, um, printed a nice daily hammer candle. It did close down 2%, but still good to see that dip being bought and see it close above that rising 200 day moving average. All right, mailbag section. So um, I had a question come in to me about the spot market asking about uh, the movement of the spot price, considering this spot is not in the market currently buying uranium. So that's a really positive th thing to see. And um, I'm trying to sort of formulate thoughts around what we could see going forward in terms of the spot price of uranium. Um, since this past year, we've seen utilities largely stay out of the spot market um, and other players for the most part, there has obviously been some trading action going on there, but the big buyer in the space is SPUT, of course. And now with SPUT out of the market, um, you'll, you typically will see, and as we've seen in the past during times where SPUT is trading at a discount to now for an extended period of time, and they're not buying, we'll see some selling off of the spot price. And yes, we are down from the highs of the recent move in the spot market, but what are we seeing now? We're seeing that price move back up. There are other buyers coming into the spot market. And what we are likely to see going forward is what I've talked about numerous times in the past, with it, which is the tightening of the uh, enrichment market and then the tightening of the conversion market and that trickling down in the U308 market where we are going to see actual physical demand for uranium coming from the actual fundamental users of uranium within the space. That would be the utilities, uh, that would be the traders. Um, so going forward, we are likely to see a, uh, a coinciding of fundamental demand and purchasing coming from actual supply and demand fundamentals within the space AKA utilities, potentially in competition with the financial players. That's something that I think is, um, has a high probability of happening. Over the past year, it's been, well, you know, utilities are still sitting on decent inventories. They're kind of hanging out. They're not really going in the spot market. Um, they're, they're securing these mid and long-term contracts through carry trades, through, you know, buying from Kazad and Prom, uh, in some cases, buying small amounts from Camago up until more recently, they've been selling a little bit more in their term contract book. But um, it's more been of a, a financial flows story. And that's something that still is obviously very impactful and very important to this investment thesis. And we do think that those financial flows will come back into the space. But now what we're going to see is we're going to see the actual physical demand for uranium coming from the sector, from nuclear uh, power plants, essentially, um, coming up against that financial demand. And if we have both of those things come together, we could see some very explosive moves in the market. As, as for now, it's very good to see that the spot price, not only is it holding here, but it's actually rising with sput out of the market. 
That means there's demand coming from somewhere else besides the financial players. That is a really good thing to see. So going forward, if we do see those two things come together, we could see very, very explosive moves. And um, we just sent out a bulletin last night uh, to Uranium Insider Pro members. And I'll give you a little tidbit from that uh, to, to you guys here. And that basically was an, an assumption that we believe that we're going to see that demand trickle down to the U3 out market that's currently happening in the enrichment market and in the conversion market. But that is going to happen to the U3 market. And that timeline can be measured in weeks and months, not years. That's what we believe. That's what our, our analysis is telling us. And that's what we're positioned for. So despite we've had a, a very ugly week across essentially all markets with very few exceptions, um, uranium was not spared from that sell-off and it's been pretty nasty, but uh, we are sitting at support. And you know what? I'm going to share my screen again and show a couple of our charts that I intended to show you and I completely forgot. So I want to see what we're looking at here in terms of some relative charts. Okay. So one chart that I've been looking at that I find very curious is URNM relative to URA. So if we zoom out on this, uh, this chart does not go back very far because URNM just, uh, you know, came into inception at the end of 2019. So what are we seeing here with this chart? Obviously, URNM outperforms URA in a bull market for uranium. It's 100% pure play uranium equities. URA is 70%. So the fact that URA is diluted by 30% with companies that um, either uh, uranium is not their core focus, like BHP that does produce uranium, but it's a small amount of their total business, or uh, uh, companies like Samsung that don't deal essentially with uranium at all as holdings in URA. So when we have a uranium bull market, URNM outperforms URA. And you can see that this reversion to that 200-day moving average within this relative chart uh, over the past three, and you know we can kind of extrapolate this, even though the inception uh, didn't, really, uh, didn't really start until late 2019, that's roughly the extension of that line there. And so March 2020 marks that first bottom dip to that range. Then we had November 2020, where we had a pullback from that run. The COVID, uh, the COVID shutdowns in March triggered a bull market, a small bull market. That pulled back October, November before the sector took off in December. So that uh, return of the 200-day moving average right before that run was a good buying opportunity. Then we peaked. We slightly sold off. We pulled back down July and August of last year was the bottom for the equities, August specifically. Um, was the actual bottom of the equities, but we started to see this chart start to recover. Again, massive buying opportunity uh, at that point. Now, what are we seeing? The sector has pulled back at the lows, was in late January, uh, early February was the lows for the equities. Now we're chopping around this 200-day moving average. We've tried to get off fits and starts coming off this 200-day, like we did sort of back in uh, between July and August. There was there's a little bit of a run uh, between those two lows last year when the market was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Sprott's taking over UPC next month and they have an ATM coming. Uh, but the sector really didn't rally until that purchasing started. So historically speaking, when this chart reverts to that 200-day moving average, that has been a very strong buying opportunity. Do we believe that it is here now? Yes, absolutely. We do. One other chart that I have shared before, but I think bears repeating and showing again, the, S, uh, the URA relative to the S&P. Now we've again, we've seen this trend line and these pullbacks did happen around those same uh, lows, the low August, 2021, the low of January of this year. 
And again, going back to uh, just prior to that run. So are we going to pull all the way back to this trend line? That is possible, but what would cause that pullback? Basically an underperformance of URA relative to the S&P. So that could mean the S&P chops and uranium heads slightly down. That could mean the S&P continues to fall. That could mean the S&P stabilizes and, and the uranium, uh, you know, we could move up from here if uh, we revert at this 200-day moving average. That didn't act as support during this previous drawdown. So it's possible we see a bit more downside here. But I really like to zoom out on this chart and look at the long term rather than looking at whether or not we're going to pull back to the short-term trend line. Let's look at the long term. Uh, as far as S&P relative to, excuse me, URA relative to the S&P 500. Um, this is a very, very early stage of this outperformance. Um, I can't remember who shared this the other day. I'd, li I'd like to try to dig that back up from Twitter, but um, I wanted to show you this and something that was shared the other day that I thought was pretty profound was looking at the commodities bull markets of the past 100 years. And on average, uh, they lasted more than 10 years. And so we're, what, two years into this commodity bull run that I would argue started right around the COVID crash of March 2020. So we're two years into this thing, and this could potentially run through a good part of this decade. And I think that that URA relative to the S&P chart shows just how early we are, even though equities are, some equities are substantially off of their March 2020 bottoms, some of them bottomed in the years before that. We still have a very, very, very long way to go here. And the chop that's happening in the broad markets right now is just a blip on the screen when it comes to what we expect to see in the coming years for uranium and for commodities in general. Um, I hope that that helps. I hope that you all are doing okay after that week. Hope you get outside, uh, ignore the screens for a couple of days, and let's get back to it next week. All right. Thank you so much for watching. I do appreciate you being here and be well. Cheers.